Welcome to The Thing About Health Coaching, the podcast from Your Coach Health, where we discuss advancements in health and wellness coaching, trends to watch, and the growing body of research. This episode was generated from conversations that occurred at our Global Health and Wellbeing Coaching Symposium in November of 2022, with a focus on demystifying health coaching in digital health, healthcare, and beyond. Please note that the industry is rapidly changing, so some of the information discussed may be outdated. For the latest news in health coaching, be sure to follow along with us and check out our latest health coaching report at yourcoach.health. We enjoy bringing you each and every episode, and it would mean a lot if you could rate this podcast in your favorite player. And of course, hit that bell to be notified of future episodes. Uh, welcome to the Your Coach Health uh, Symposium. I couldn't be more excited today for this fireside chat. I'm joined by Gorong Choksky uh, from Violet, and today we're going to be talking all about uh, health coaches and you know, becoming culturally competent and what that means and why it matters for meeting people where they're at and delivering great healthcare. Uh, and so Gorong, I thank you again for joining. This is a really important topic. It's really worth us spending time going deeper. Maybe we could just start off learning a little bit more about Violet and what problem you solve. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for having me. Uh, I'm Gorong. I'm the founder here at Violet. Uh, personally, I'm really, really mission-driven. I am a gay man. I grew up on Medicaid and I'm an Indian immigrant. So I've had lots of experiences where I've gotten to see firsthand where healthcare works and where it doesn't work. And then professionally, I spent many years building Oscar Health, an insurance company. And I really got to hear the voices of so many patients that were like me calling in and saying, I want to work with an inclusive clinician, but I don't know where to start or an inclusive coach because we really believe that coaching will be instrumental to every single patient's care delivery journey. And so at Violet, what we've invented and what we're building, it's really the first ever health equity intervention in a platform. And so the way we partner is we get to know every single coach that we partner with. We then upskill them to be more inclusive. And for clinicians, we have CE and CME credits as well. And then we use data around how inclusive every single coach is or a clinician is to build better relationships, because we really believe that relationships are at the core of quality healthcare interactions. Oh, we have a lot to dive into. So I, I want to get into inclusion. Uh, I want to get into diversity. I, and we'll, we'll take it step by step. Um, but a lot of people talk about health equity. And I think it's helpful to start with definitions. So if you're open to it, just since we're going to have a, a really deep conversation on this, I wanted to open with a little bit of framing just from the who. So this is the definition of health equity from the World Health uh, Organization. Uh, they say that equity is the absence of unfair, avoidable differences among groups of people, whether those groups are defined socially, economically, demographically, geographically, or by any other dimensions of inequality. I'd be really curious to hear your reaction to that framing. You know, like, like, how do you feel? Like, do you think that's the right framing, you know, just based on your own personal experience? And how does it relate to your mission at Violet? Absolutely. What I know is in our healthcare system, if we stratify by identities or community belongings, there is so many unique healthcare disparities that shouldn't exist. As a gay man, I know gay men have 20 times the rate of colorectal cancer. And there, if every single primary care doctor knew that there was preventative actions they could deliver, such as actually teaching people about HPV vaccination, that directly chips away at the healthcare disparities that gay men like me face. And so what I get excited about is how do we make sure that 
every single coach, every single clinician, every single healthcare professional that interacts with patients knows how to be inclusive to every single patient and speak to the identities of that patient, but then also advocate for them and teach every patient, here is preventative care that I can teach you about because I know it will directly chip away at the disparities that disproportionately affect you. I, what do you say to health coaches that are trying to be more culturally competent? I, you know, each of us has our own identity. We're born into situations that we don't control. Uh, you know, we have different aspects of us that we just carry with us through life. And it can be challenging to engage with people from different communities, right? Um, like, what do you think it means to be a culturally competent health coach? Yeah. One of the data points our platform collects, so the way we partner is as we get to know every single coach, they go through a benchmarking framework. So kind of like a credit score, we really do a deep dive, deep dive in terms of who is that coach, what are their experiences, and what are their interests. So more tactically, we look at what communities have they studied about or worked with, what are the communities they belong to, what are the communities they want to work with, and the final pillar, which directly ties into this question is, what are the communities they actually feel self-efficacy or confidence working with? And what we look at is if you're working with a black patient, but you can't bring up the word black or you can't bring up race into that conversation, even when the patient brings it up because they may be dealing with trauma from racism, we know that's an area we can help that coach with. And what we believe is as people meaningfully learn how to be inclusive, that confidence of being able to speak to race, to gender, to sexual orientation, to identities and experiences, that's the needle that actually moves. And so our data, we're starting to see this right now, 75% of clinicians on our platform, they're saying, I feel more confident speaking to identities. And to me, that's really where the magic starts, which is now as the provider, as the coach, you can actually partner with every patient and meaningfully see that whole person, see all their experiences, see their identities, and then partner with them and have an open dialogue. Uh, Goran, can you bring this to life through a customer example? I, like Everything you're saying sounds really great to me, uh, but I'd love to envision this through the perspective of a health coach using your solution. Yeah, so we, and I'll tie in exactly how we educate as well, because it's directly tied to this. So at Violet, the way we teach is we start by teaching about disparities for every single community. So of course, we're teaching the facts and figures that we want people to know. But then what we deliver is powerful case vignettes and stories so people can see experiences between patients and coaches. And so an example I can share is if I am partnered with a coach and I'm speaking through a certain medical condition, what I know is if I'm a part of the LGBT community like myself, my identities may be directly impacting or related to the conditions that I'm there for. So what we want to make sure is that patient, when they come through that front door, that coach can meaningfully actually talk about all of the identities and communities of that patient and make sure that when they're having dialogue and interactions, that conversation is rooted about the whole patient. And it's not rooted in the notion of I don't see identities and every single human is going to be um, seeing the same care delivery experience regardless of what communities they belong to. I, have you seen increases in clinical impact from the deployment of your solution? So I think we all feel in our heart of hearts that this matters. It's an area we need to focus on. Um, but I'd love to hear if you have any uh, you know, outcomes, quality, cost metrics that you've been able to demonstrate have been impacted uh, through the you know, deployment of Violet solution. 
Yeah, we're pretty early. So we're still doing the research around clinical impact from an outcomes perspective. What we do have is two core KPIs. One is because we view cultural competence as a skill, which is in the past, uh, often people would say, if you belong to a community, that's the community you're skilled at serving. Or if you self-attest, you're inclusive, we'll take your word for it. At Violet, what we've done is created this algorithm to look at really a multifaceted view of who is that individual and their experiences and interests. And what we're finding is the way we go through benchmarking and when we use that data to compare to lived experience, there is a lot more clinicians and coaches that are available as inclusive. So an example I can share is at Brightline, we have a public case study. Before Violet, they were using lived experience to build relationships. But we know in America, there isn't enough diverse clinicians, period. And so by using Violet's benchmarking framework, what we were able to do is make sure every coach and clinician at Brightline could upskill themselves. But at the same time, that data then was used to build better patient-provider relationships. And what they saw was there was three times as many clinicians and coaches that were inclusive compared to when they were using lived experience. And in my mind, that's how we build health equity, which is we actually meaningfully identify and unlock inclusivity. We give people agency to be better, and then we use that data to build better relationships. So to speak to Brightline's case, what they're doing is using our cultural competency benchmarks to actually build better relationships for patients based on their identities. So if a child and a family goes to Brightline saying, I want support on gender identity, our data is referenced to build better relationships for that whole family. Mm. I love this because what you're doing is you're creating a deeper connection between the provider and the patient. And really healthcare is about the care, right? You know, we're and ultimately very frequently therapies can't fix patients. You know, like I, sometimes there 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 isn't a, a way a way out uh, and or there is a treatment but it could be quite challenging. And you know the the degree to which uh, a patient can be brought through that experience in a way uh, that helps them is just, you know, what is the level of that connection? My grandfather was a dermatologist. He practiced in the 40s. And at that point, primary care physicians, they knew a lot about the patient. And he, was, he always used to talk about how the fragmentation of specialty care really just created a, this point in time thing where it's really difficult for physicians to have that deep relationship. I, I think it's really incredible what you're doing and creating environments where that can really take root. Um, but given all the progress you've made, there's got to be gaps still. I, I would love to hear you be vocally self-critical and, you know, where are the areas where more progress needs to be made? You know, where have we not gone far enough? The thing about health coaching is brought to you by Your Coach Health, the only operating system for behavior change powered by health coaches. We help a growing roster of industry partners stand up or augment their health coaching operations with the largest supply of validated health coaches and proprietary technology for seamless integration. We are the premier virtual home for health and wellness coaching, an ecosystem built to empower health coaches while expanding access to their services through our industry partnerships. To find out more, head over to yourcoach.health or yourcoachhealth on all the socials. Join us on the health coaching revolution as we strive to deliver the power of health coaching to the eight and a half billion global population by 2030. Your, your prior question exactly addressed it, which is in our healthcare system, we've never really taken the time to understand if we build better personalization and better relationships, how does that actually affect clinical outcomes? 
what I know, and we've heard this through lots of patient interviews and even provider interviews is if there's a better relationship, the harder conversations are easier to have. So mm-hmm. when a patient actually wants to talk about trauma from racism, about what being a gay man means and what are the experiences they're having in their life and how it's affecting that healthcare, they need to have a sense of safety and they need to know that that coach, that clinician won't be judgmental or discriminatory. They'll actually be inclusive. And what I'm excited to see is more research being conducted long-term around how does having an inclusive workforce and quality relationships through care delivery actually help patients live longer, healthier lives? How have you seen technology uh, play a role in this? So, you know, like, why does it matter to deliver this solution with technology versus, you know, community-based engagements? You know, there's other ways you could approach it. What's technology's role in helping health coaches be more inclusive and how they deliver care? It's huge. Uh, Alex, um, we recently are about to announce a partnership with your coach, but what we're seeing is whether it's coaching, care delivery from clinicians, care delivery from highly specialized clinicians, without having transparency on how inclusive every single individual is with various communities, people don't know how to actually grow. And what we care about in using Violet's platform specifically is when you give people transparency in how they're doing. So the way we work is when a coach is on our platform, we don't simply say you're inclusive, yes or no. We actually show them a bell curve of compared to other coaches, how are you doing working with gender identity, working with the BIPOC communities? So it's really granular. And that transparency is what yields accountability to them and their companies. And when I think about our amazing partners, the ones that are innovative and using our data to build relationships, that's what innovation looks like, which is now you're actually using quality skill, real-time skilling data to optimize the chance of an actual successful therapeutic alliance or a patient-provider relationship. And to me, that is really exciting. So in our audience, we have very passionate and dedicated health coaches that really want to meet people where they're at and provide more inclusive care. Can you give them some tips? What should people take away from the session? Yeah. The biggest tip I can give is learning to be inclusive. It's a journey. Do not see it as a destination. And we so often what we hear is people really saying, how many hours, one of the most common questions I get is, how many hours of training do I need to do to be inclusive? And what we always rebuttal and share is it's not a destination. It's not a numbers game of how many hours of training you need. It's more of a take the time to understand where you're doing well and what are areas you could be better at and then invest in learning. And actually the way we learn and the way we build, learn to be more inclusive, it's about self-reflection too. It's not just about knowing all the facts. Um, We often hear, and this is especially true in clinicians, they're experts of memorization, but memorization isn't what's going to build health equity. It's not going to make it easier to have that hard conversation. What will make it easier is if you actually reflect on your own identities, privileges, or lack of privileges, and think about how those experiences can be actually tied into conversations with patients. So this is a fireside chat, and I feel like we've just been sitting around the crackling warm fire and enjoying a nice cup of tea up in London. So I've got a little bit of bias, but, uh, you know, really, really insightful. I I appreciate you sharing that with us so much. I hope it's useful for the audience. Do you have any parting words for everybody before they, they move on to other sessions? Thank you again for investing in continuous growth for yourself and for just seeing humans as humans. We're all genuinely different, and I'm excited for us to normalize that difference. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much.